So yesterday I got to visit some friends of mine uh, who are in their early 20s and we were sitting around a fireplace like three old men complaining about the youth of today. And because uh, they were saying, you know, down in our place, we went, to, we went to our brother's house, right, our brother. Um, they made this, what I think it's called a slip slide where you get some silage plastic, you put it down the side of a hill with a garden hose and washing up liquid, right? Okay, the typical things of, of rural youth you know, to make an epic long slide. And then, of course, when you get bored of the slide, then you have to make it a little more fun. So maybe you aim the slide towards the nettles. And, you know, when you're sliding down, you have to, you have to bail before you get to the end. Or, you know, you put a, a table underneath it so it ramps and drops. You know, you make it excessively dangerous. Like, that's just that's the way it's what you're supposed to do. Like, it's, it's called youth, right? <laughs> youth is wasted on the young. Who said that? Um, anyway, so, and he was just saying, so they, they were outside with their, with their nieces and nephews saying, like, you know, you know come down along the slide. And like, mm, I don't know looks wet. Of course it's wet. <laughs> looks dangerous. Of course it's dangerous. You know, all the adults, all the adults trying to egg all the children on to go down the slide. This is the wrong way around, you know? And they're just saying, it's just, it's just crazy. So eventually they got the kids, yeah, and they kind of, kind of they sat in it and they went, squeaked their way down along the plastic and got to the bottom and then immediately kind of took out their phones. <laughs> and the uncles were saying, like, uncles in their early 20s were saying, what are you doing with the phones? This isn't phone time, this is fun time. Right, this is the time where we get, you know, grazes and cuts and bruises and then tell the stories and, you know, plasters and pseudocream all over the place. This is, this is what it's about like. And I said, no, no, no. We heard of Minecraft. This, do, you want to see what I built, do you want to see what I built on Minecraft? And the uncle was like, no, I don't want to see what you built on Minecraft. Do you want to see a treehouse? Let's build a tree. No, no, I've got, like, I'm putting an extension out there and i got these, yo, and no, I, I don't care. I don't care what you built on a screen, because it doesn't actually exist. Let's go get hurt, you know? And it was just this, this thing of this realization how they've, they've, they've lost contact, right, with the real world. And one of, the, one of these earliest, I say, guys in their early 20s said to me, they, they had read an article, uh, it was based in the UK, some, some journalist in the UK, uh, did a, qu a quick bit of research and discovered that most students in the UK spend more time indoors than convicts. You know, convicts have their whatever is two hours, three hours outside time a day. Most UK young people spend less than that outdoors today. And even I, I did a, a talk there in, in Tala on Monday. Uh, it was a bank holiday. So I was driving through Tala. What time was it? It was about 11 o'clock, half 11. I didn't see a soul. There was a big green out there and everything. I didn't see anybody. I didn't see anybody. It's like it's ghost town or it's the strangest thing. Because we're all inside, stuck on screens. Okay, now, when you come into something like mass, and when you're used to all this immediate stimulus, like when you watch a video, even like, oh, I won't go into it too far, but the whole like TikTok thing, right? Where something has to grab your attention within, how long are they? Six seconds, 10 seconds? 13, 15 seconds max, right? That's the attention span. You watch, and then some a cat on a skateboard into a swimming pool, <laughs> next. You know, and that's it. Like, that's your attention span, right? So now when you come to mass and you're used to this kind of screen, immediate satisfaction, immediate uh, entertainment, and then if you get bored, just next video, just next video. Just, uh, you know. When you come to mass then, it's just a different pace altogether, except when Father Patrick gets excited and starts speaking so he doesn't finish his sentences and mumbles his words, right? So, so this is like, when you come to mass then, this is, this is a different experience. And it's supposed to be. This is supposed to be different. That's the, the whole, like, the liturgy is supposed to be timeless. 
So we're not supposed to be here singing, what if God was one of us and everybody hurts? Because that's what they sing out there. Well, that's what they used to sing out there back in the 90s. But, you know, it, like that, that, that's, that's secular stuff. That's, that's what happens out there. And it's fine out there. Leave it out there. That's not what Mass is about. Mass is supposed to feel timeless. It's in the same way like that, that, a, a wedding ceremony. You know, what if a girl said, do you know what I want to be? I want to get married in jeans and a flannel blouse and shirt because they, they don't call them blouses anymore apparently a flannel shirt because it's just you know I want to break with tradition no one's going to say well, well done you like, no no go for a wedding dress I mean they're all the same colour like but just go for you know it's like it's just it's kind of tradition it's supposed to feel timeless you don't want to kind of break with all these traditions to do something mad and crazy and different even though you could in theory it's perfectly as, as valid to get married in jeans and a t-shirt as it is in a wedding dress it makes no difference um, but there's just certain things that, like, this is, this is timeless. This is supposed to be special. And it's that kind of timelessness that makes it special. Right? I, I'm, I'm brewing, a, I think, a series of homilies on maybe lies that we have believed. Things that we believe in the church will make the church better. Which won't, but that'll be, I think, I think probably this week. I'm going to do three or four homilies on that, but that's, that's for another day. When it comes, when it comes to, to the Mass, the Mass is supposed to be timeless. And that's why even the little like, interjections of, of, of Latin every now and again, and even the word Kyrie is Greek, those kind of things, like, they, they're, they're good. They remind us like that the, the Mass doesn't date from the 60s or 70s. This, goes, this, is, this is eons old. This goes the whole way back. This is 2,000 years old and more and more. Right? The Passover is what's being remembered here. Like, it goes the whole way back. And we're supposed to kind of feel that when we come here. So when people say, look, modern music is the way. It's, it's not, actually. It's not. No, it won't work. And, and it hasn't worked. Look at where it's been tried. Has it actually worked? It doesn't. So it's, and that's why even like angels and things looking somewhat more, like that tabernacle, I actually have no idea how old it is. It was given to us by a parish in Waterford. The windows there, those stained glass windows date from 1892. All right, they've been renovated and, and, and stuck into uh, light boxes. <clears throat> but the statues, I actually don't know where they came from a place in Dublin. They came from a, but I, I, I don't know what convent they came from. I've got them secondhand. won't go into it. <laughs> but the point being, this stuff is old. This, this, this ambo is new, but it's made to look old. And that's, don't tell anyone, but that's real gold. It's really thin, so there's no point, no point coming up scraping it off. Okay, it's really, really thin. It's useless. Uh, but it's, 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 it's real gold around it. Okay, one of my sisters does, does gilding. So it's, a, it's a religious sisters, not blood sisters. So she, she, she came and did it to, to make it look timeless. Okay, this, is, this stuff is supposed to look like you're kind of stepping out of the madness and into something sacred. Sacred. Not, not like that, not like everything else. This is, this is sacred. This is different. This is different. And so in order to understand the Mass, I just want to look at uh, three words. I'm only, that's, that was the introduction. Oh my goodness. Very briefly, we're going to look at three words. Holy, sacrifice of the Mass. That's what we call it. So let's look at those three words. Holy, sacrifice, and Mass. The Mass is supposed to be holy, right? So holy means there's, there's an encounter with the divine. So here we are, mere human beings, and we're supposed to have at Mass an encounter with God. Now, if I'm not expecting that, if I don't want that, if I'm not open to that, the chances are I'll come to Mass and I'll go home exactly the same, having experienced nada, nothing. Whereas we come to Mass, this is supposed to be 
holy. Okay, so even at the beginning of Mass, like we ask the Lord for the forgiveness of our sins, and all venial sins are forgiven at, at, at the beginning of Mass, every Mass. Okay, that, that's an encounter with the divine. Now we, then we hear his word, which there's, there's so much in the readings of today, but like the, the, the summary of, of the gospel. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, this is so, I mean, then, then you're asking yourself, do, do, I, do, I, do I do this? Do I love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, and strength? Or do I just kind of believe he exists and he's there as my vending machine of graces whenever I need him? Do I actually, do I love him? Can I actually, when was, when was the last time I actually said Lord, I, I love you. Have I ever said that? Have I ever, have I ever actually said that? If this is like the center of our, of our gospel and of our faith, have I ever actually even said that once? Right? So that's the, these, the, and every, every week or every day, when we listen to the readings, this is God's word. The, you know, at the end we say the word of the Lord, the gospel of the Lord. This is God's word. Encounter with the divine. Now, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, Father Paul, the founder of my community, asked... Uh, a rhetorical question during a homily he said what's the greatest enemy in the church and I thought they're probably going to say Freemasonry or maybe the devil or Bill Gates or I don't know uh, something like that and he said in my opinion the greatest enemy in the church is actually ignorance ignorance As n- not you know, people being rude but people not knowing what we have here People not understanding the readings, so maybe there isn't a, enough kind of basic biblical knowledge to know who's who and who's talking to who to, to understand this at all. So, so then these treasures just fall through our fingers and hit the ground. We didn't even know that they were treasures in the first place. Okay, so this is supposed to be holy. It's an encounter with God, right, through every aspect of the liturgy, <clears throat> the forgiveness of our sins, the liturgy of the Word, then the liturgy of the Eucharist, the high point. The Holy Spirit come upon, comes upon these gifts to make them holy, that they may become Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And then we get to receive that. We get to receive him. You and I enter into this holy communion with God in every Mass. We enter into a... That's why Holy Communion isn't the name of a thing. It's the name of a relationship. It describes a relationship. I enter into holy communion as opposed to I receive I just I get or I take holy communion no I I I enter into a holy communion with God and this should be like a prefiguration of heaven like a foretaste of heaven that I will live in this holy communion with God for all eternity so holy communion is supposed to be it's supposed to be the, the beginnings of that you know God in me and me in him so this is supposed to be holy. The temptation would be today that all this holiness talk, or it, it, it's too distant, it's too difficult. So let's make it about us. Let's make it about celebrating people and giving people stuff to do. But it, like, it doesn't bear fruit, it doesn't work, because it doesn't fulfill our desire, our deepest desire, which is for, for something, for a joy, for a happiness that doesn't pass. And only God can fulfill that. So when, it's, when, it, when the liturgy is holy, when it is sacred, then it produces in us reverence. You want to genuflect. You want to receive the, the Lord with, with love and with, with, with the deepest respect. You even want to dress up a small little bit because you're coming to something special. And so reverence, it all, it all follows from that faith that, that, that there's something holy happening here. Okay, sacrifice. The, the Holy Mass is, is a sacrifice. If we miss that point, 
then mass makes zero sense at all. Do you know, if we don't understand it, that what's happening here is a sacrifice. So Jesus the Son is being offered to God the Father. Why? Because you and I messed up. Because you and I sinned. So we have this debt of justice, a debt that we cannot pay. And Jesus says, I will pay it for them. And so he dies on a cross. And that's what we remember. We don't crucify the Lord every time we, 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 we celebrate Holy Mass. No, but we remember. We are present again at the one sacrifice of Jesus to God the Father. And, and that's what's happening. Do this in memory of me. Then there's absolute silence, just a dong. And the host is elevated. And the chalice is elevated. And there's no music, deliberately. So all the attention is on what's happening here. Jesus being raised, offered to God the Father because you and I mess up, because you and I sinned. Even in, in our reading today from uh, the letter to the Hebrews, to suit us, the ideal high priest, Jesus, would have to be holy, innocent, and uncontaminated, beyond the influence of sinners, raised up above the heavens. One who would not need to offer sacrifices every day as the other high priests do for their own sins and for those of the people. Uh, the son, priests ordinarily, we offer these sacrifices for our sins and for the sins of the people. Jesus didn't need to do that because he was sinless. But this is what's happening. The holy sacrifice of the Mass. Now Mass <coughs> has two, we can take two uh, aspects of, of it today. Even today we talk about the Masses, right? The crowds. So there's a, a, a gathering of people, a gathering of the community. That's deliberate, like mass, mass, mass gathers the family together around the, the family table, if you will. And so we gather as, as a family. And wouldn't it be sad if at a family gathering, you know, there's the, the, the table in the living room and a few of them decide, just, actually, we'll, we'll stay out in the kitchen or we'll stay out in the porch or we'll stay out in the car. Or look, just, just set it up via WhatsApp or whatever and we, we'll, we'll join you from our screens at home. You know, if that was a family gathering, wouldn't that be so sad? Like, if, why won't they just come in? You know, there are four yards that way in the kitchen. Why can't they just come in? Be with the family. You know, but this has become, in Irish culture, fairly normal. Fairly normal for people to be at Mass, but at the back, outside, in the cars, maybe even outside, listen to it in the speakers, maybe even smoking. All right? But be, be part of the family. Come in. Sing. Answer the Mass. Be part of the family. The family is gathering here. And I guarantee you that that's more missionary than, than you'll ever realize. Like your children see what you do. And if you don't do it, then they won't do it. And then you'll wonder why they aren't going to Mass. You know, we've, got to, we've got to raise our bar. Like This is the holy sacrifice of the Mass. The Mass, the Masses, the crowds come together. And they're reunited as a family around the table. Okay. Mass also and the word mission are linked. Same root. So each one of us, all of us, lay people included, have a mission. And ite missa est, the, the, the dismissal at the end of Mass in Latin, ite missa est, also means go, you're sent on mission. So when, when, when the crowds gather, it, you're not gathering for entertainment. Right? We're being nourished, fed, taught by the Word, nourished uh, by Holy Communion, and then sent out on mission to do what? Make disciples of all nations and bring other people to Mass. You know, make disciples of all the nations. So this is what, the, the holy sacrifice of the Mass. There's so much going on here. This is entirely sacred. It's even why uh, the, the, the sanctuary, the, the word sanctuary, this area at the top here, which is tile and white, 
uh, the sanctuary means the, the holy place. The holy place. This should not be like the rest of the world. So every fad and fashion that, that comes and goes should not be present up here. This should be timeless. This should be timeless. This is the encounter with the unchanging God. And when I go to, 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 to a church or a chapel, it should feel like I've stepped out of the maddening world. And when I go to Mass, I should feel like I'm present at something holy. I should feel like I'm present at, at, at something like weighted, momentous. There's, there's a sacrifice going on here. And then I should feel like I'm, I'm present at, at something where my brothers and sisters are here praying with me and praying for me. And then that we're sent out on mission. And if we attend Mass like that, then Mass isn't boring. If I don't know what's going on, then I'm going to sit home and just play with screens and look for entertainment and wonder why after four hours I just need another, I need a fifth hour. And after five hours I just need a sixth hour. And after six hours I just need a seventh. Why am I never actually entertained? Why am I never actually fulfilled? Why am I never actually content with that? Because you're made for more. You're made for more. And the Mass should be a reminder of, of, of what we're worth in God's eyes and what we're called to. So the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, it's the, it's the, the greatest <coughs> sacrament we have. And it should be the high point of our day or the high point of our week. And so we ask the good Lord to open our eyes, to help us to see and to realize and recognize what we're doing and why we're doing it. And the great privilege it is to be present at Mass and to receive him every day, if we can, in the Holy Eucharist. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us for uh, this homily via YouTube, via our live stream, or via the various podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for, for being part of our extended family, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, if these have helped you in some way, if they have they've blessed you, if they've helped you uh, in your faith in some way, in order to uh, facilitate our mission and, and, and encourage our mission, allow our mission to continue, uh, you might consider uh, maybe donating towards a holy family mission, towards our formation of our young people here in uh, a place near Clonmel uh, in County Tipperary in, in Ireland. So if you wish, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, and there's a donate tab there, and we greatly appreciate any help that you can give us. Obviously, we'd be delighted for your prayers as well. Please do pray for us. Uh, this is not just <coughs> a battle against flesh and blood, but also, obviously, we're engaged in a whole spiritual battle here as well. So we need your help uh, on the spiritual front as well as on the material front in order to, to allow our mission to continue. So thank you so much for your, for your generosity and for your support, and be assured of our prayers, especially on Wednesday when we offer our Mass and our prayers for all of our friends and benefactors. So God bless you, and we'll hopefully see you or hear you uh, on a future podcast for homily. God bless. <laughs>